Tuna Boot. Hello and welcome to Tuna Boot. Woo! This is the only podcast that uh, <laughs> hasn't done this for a while, so <laughs> <laughs> has a red light on the table that's near us. Yeah. This is the, the, the red light podcast district. Yeah, just to give it a more bur- bordello vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how are you all doing? I yeah, good. Yeah, no, not you, the listeners. Uh, yeah, Sorry, you, 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 you're good. Speak now. Ah, oh, yeah, no, that's cool here, man. <laughs> I'm glad it's going well. Or, oh, I'm sorry, condolences. Hope it clears up. <laughs> I had two two runs to go down. I'm glad it's going well, or someone's probably died. We will just yeah, we'll just chuck in. A, oh, she wasn't worth it. Um, yeah so today we have a sponsor and the sponsor is you heard it right here chairs on ceilings you ever want to sit upside down but not touch the ground oof that's what you want yeah you do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sit on a chair in the ceiling. We we can get come to your house and bolt them in for you, uh, for an extra five pound. If not, you can do it yourself. Uh, <laughs> chairs on ceilings. Magnificent. <laughs> Wowza! All right. Uh, well, if you enjoyed that and you think your friends might, why don't you tell them about the podcast? Yeah. Uh, while you're at it, if you could please use the Spotify's new rating system at the top of the podcast, give us five stars if you don't mind, please. Um, yeah. And also follow us on Facebook, Tuna Boot, Instagram at real tuna underscore boot, and Mr Tuna Boot at gmail dot com if you fancy getting in touch, and we can turn your idea into an entire episode if you fancy. Yeah, we have an email that's uh, that's came through from a unknown that's going to get into our next. Our next roll-up of uh, different episodes after these four that we're doing the now. Mm-hmm. Very excited. And if we can get three more, that'd be great. So please, send them in. Send them in. Thank you. All right, Liam, what are we up to today? Well, so today we have an episode where we are going to look at two-sentence horrors and expand. Dun, dun, dun. Oh! <laughs> so there, there's a Twitter page which there, there's a Twitter page called Bad Two Sentence Horror uh, who takes screenshots of uh, two sentence horrors from Reddit <laughs> and these are just two sentences that are supposed to elicit horror uh, and you know what? Most of them are pretty funny. Uh, I really enjoy scrolling through and reading them. They're, they're good fun. Uh, but yeah, today we're going to expand on those and pitch bad two-sentence horror films. Mm-hmm. Um, or games. Or games or books. Or, or TV shows. Or, or TV shows or... Anything. Paintings. Novels, poems, paintings. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, so I just tasked the guys. I sent, I sent a bunch of uh, bad two-sentence horrors to the guys and said, right, pick one of these and expand. Make your story from these. Uh, and, give an example of a couple of them, maybe? Yeah, we can do that. So here's one that no one picked. 
watch out for the penis man. He split my grandman half last week. <laughs> and here's another one. <laughs> uh, I was curious to know how t- chicken tastes. Fuck me. I was curious to know how chicken tastes. All my life I'd only tasted humans. Mm. I kind of prefer I was curious to t- taste how chicken tastes. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Um, and one of my ones that I really liked. In 1950 there were 2.5 billion people on earth. Now there are 8. But since Sarah just died I guess the number went down to 7. So that's the kind of thing. <laughs> that's the kind of thing we're doing today. We're we're taking these two sentences and making something out of that. Yeah, I think it's it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Um. It. So who have we got up first? Is it me first? It's Big button, Jim. Big button, Jim. Press the button. Hi. Right. Um. So the the two cents horror uh, of all the ones Liam showed me. The one I picked was. I wasn't scared of long hallways. That wasn't until I met the hallway man. So I decided to choose that one. And basically what I'm going to describe for you now is, as well as I can remember the story that I wrote in my head, which is the myth of the hallway man. So I would imagine this wouldn't, I don't think there would be enough for a film or a book, but this could maybe be an episode of a horror anthology. Okay. Something like a, um, like a Twilight Zone Tales of the Unexpected type of thing yeah Inside Number 9 if it's got a good twist up well I hope it does but it do, see it does in my head but I can guarantee you right now the way I'm going to describe this is I'll, I'll do the bit and you'll go right is that <laughs> it? Go, yeah but imagine if I told it well how scary that would be <laughs> I know Jim with your dulcet tones I know. I reckon. I reckon we could. We could get sucked in. Yeah. You've got an audio book voice, you. Well, thank you very much. So, here is the terrifying tale of the hallway man. Do you need sound effects? Or no, I've already done. Cool. Okay. Boom! Boom! Unless instructed. Wow! Okay. So, Donald, Donald Duck in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so, set the scene. Child asleep in his bed. Here's a sound. A knocking from outside his room. He wakes up, terrified, bunches the covers around his chin. He knows, he knows what this sound is. He's terrified to look, but he has to. He opens his eyes, looks to the door. It's ajar. I don't want to go and look, he says. But he must. So he gets out of bed, walks towards the door, opens it. That's really fucking good. <laughs> Down the bottom of the hall, there's a window that lets in the brilliant moonlight and reflects the silhouette of a figure standing, staring, not moving. There's a loud bang. Lightning thrashes outside. The window. <laughs> the child wakes up and he realises that the sound was a suitcase falling over in his room. His dad bends over to pick it up. Dad turns. Hello, son. I didn't mean to wake you, but I have to leave now. I won't be here in the morning. I just want to say goodbye. 
the son's terrified. He says, why do you have to leave? He says, I can't really explain it right now, but I have to go. I will be back, I promise. I'll always be with you. But you're the only one who can make the hallway man go away. The dad says, the hallway man doesn't exist. And don't worry, I will always be with you. Please try and sleep. So the child tries as he can, as much as he can to fall asleep as his dad leaves. But he can't. Next morning, the radio discusses, well, radio presenter says, America has had to deploy troops to Vietnam. It's 1955. Okay. His mother makes him breakfast. Where's dad gone? He's gone to fight in the war, son. He will be back. I promise. But he's the only one who can make the hallway man go away. Now his mum has had to describe on many occasions that there is no hallway man. There's never been a hallway man. It's all in his mind. It's a bad dream. But whenever I called for dad, the hallway man would go away. I can't do this anymore, okay? Go to school. Eat your breakfast first. Then go to school. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where it starts to fall apart, right? So, <laughs> so the young boy, his name's Harry. Right? Harry goes to school. And he asks... And he, uh, while talking to his fellow pupils, realised that a lot of people's fathers have had to go. All to go and fight in the war effort. Everyone's scared. Everyone's disillusioned. They don't understand. Why? What's going on? But Harry's the only one who's afraid of the hallway man. None of the other children... I've never heard of the hallway man. In fact, they mock him. The hallway man, what? what's that? Just a guy in your hallway? Grow up. Which was a common slagging term in the 1950s. <laughs> 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 no one else, none of his friends, ever knew about the hallway man. He goes home from school. He's terrified. He doesn't want to go home. He wants to run away. He can't deal with this because he knows he's going to have to fall asleep and he knows as soon as he falls asleep, the hallway man's going to come. He doesn't know what the hallway man wants, but he knows he's scared. So that night, he begs his mother, please can I sleep in the, in the bed with you? Please, can you sleep in my room? I can't do it. I don't want to see the hallway man. She says, come on, you're 10? <laughs> you're too old for these ghost stories. <laughs> you need to go to sleep. You need to be strong. Your father told you before he left. You need to be strong. You're the man of the house now. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> so the kid that night crashes around trying to sleep. The door to his bedroom slowly creaks open. He decides not to go. He's not going to go. He's going to turn around. He's going to put his head into the pillow. He's not going. He's not going to go and check to see if the holy man's there. What's that? There's a thump. The hallway man's there. You can hear him walking. He's walking towards his mother's bedroom door. He can't let anything happen to his mother, so he walks out. Oh, stop. So he walks. <laughs> out. And again, silhouette at the end of the hall is the hallway man slowly walking towards his mother's door. He calls out for his father. Dad, please help. Turns round to see the, the mother's door open. What is it? What is it? The hallway man. He's right there. He's right there. She turns round. Moonlight bleaching in through the window. There's nobody there. She takes him all around the house by the hand. There's nobody here. There's no hallway man. You need to go to sleep. I have work tomorrow. <laughs> she says, but in an American accent. <laughs> so, years and years go by. The hallway man doesn't visit every single night. But 
sometimes he's there. He can never guarantee he isn't going to be there. He grows up. He grows up. He's 18. He has to leave the, his house. The, the, the war is still going on. There's still Because now it's 1962. Still 13 <laughs> years left. Right? He leaves. He leaves. Moves in with his girlfriend, Wendy. Yeah, I'm <laughs> His girlfriend, Wendy. First night alone in the house. Now, this is going to sound strange, but I'm terrified to go to sleep, Wendy. Because what if the hallway man comes? She says, shut the fuck up, go to sleep. <laughs> You're not an idiot. Right? She goes to sleep. <laughs> Familiar sound. This time he's a bit older. He said, I've had enough of this. I'm going to confront the hallway man. Gets out, sees the hallway man silhouetted at the end of the hall, runs after him, jumps, wakes up in his bed. The hallway man. The hallway man was there. I nearly got him, but then he got away. Wendy says, why are you bleeding? There's blood from his head. He split his head open. Who did this? It must have been the hallway man. Get a fucking grip. Next day, knock at the door. It's his mother. <laughs> I'm forgetting all the parts of the story. <laughs> it's his mother. I've got terrible news. Can I come in? Fights his mother in and sit at the kitchen table. I've got something very bad, very t- distressing to tell you. Your father's been playing with shot down over Vietnam. He's dead. He's devastated. Who could ever protect him from the hallway man? Years go on. His marriage <laughs> falls apart because he keeps talking about the hallway man. <laughs> Wendy's sick of it. She fucks off. <laughs> she fucks off. Harry moves back in with his mother because she can't. She's, she's turned to the drink. She can't handle anything. <laughs> I know how this is supposed to end but there's a bit I'm forgetting. Because <laughs> I want to just get to the end. <laughs> Anyway, year, let's fuck it. Let's just go to the end, right? Years go by. Mother dies. Harry's in his late fifties. He hasn't heard from the Holy Man in years. But then, there's a little familiar sound. <laughs> Harry, now an old man, decides, you know what? I think it's time. I'm not going to run and charge at him. I'm not going to call for my dad. I'm going to walk towards him. <laughs> and talk to him and he walks out the door sees the hallway man standing there and the hallway man says hello son and it ends it was his dad the whole time now why is that interesting and why is that exciting because of elements of the story I can't remember (laughs) (laughs) the twist is it was his dad the whole time he'd faked his death he didn't go to the war (laughs) <laughs> but they broke his mum and dad broke up was that yeah. they just and that was how they told their son and he but he still wanted to check up on his son mm. so he was still the hallway man but he couldn't reach out did, he did, couldn't talk to him did, did the mum know that he was breaking and entering yeah <laughs> I mean his mum was a pretty negligent mother anyway <laughs> yeah. go to school oh, I'll eat your breakfast first so, <laughs> you know, like. so the thing is when I wrote this in the middle of the night while trying to get to sleep mm-hmm. and I'd worked out all the elements mm-hmm. it was brilliant and it shat me right up and I didn't <laughs> want to go to the toilet telling it now 
complete waste of time. <laughs> but it's the hallway, man. I loved it. That was good. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Don't take like, yourself down. So the idea is that the dad couldn't talk to him because he's supposed to be dead and he couldn't reach out for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he still wanted to keep an eye on him. Yeah. And I was thinking, could there be a supernatural element? I was like, no, sometimes he's dreaming of the holy man, sometimes the holy man is actually there. And then when he says hello, son, mm. he's finally reaching out to him and it was his dad all along. Oofed. It's a poignant tale, man. A poignant mm. tale. So it just goes to show, don't go to Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> or don't fight in wars. Because I don't mind saying this publicly. War is bad. War is bad. I hate war. So so after your hot take episode the other day, you've decided to go for some lukewarm takes. Yeah, yeah, some tepid takes. <laughs> tepid takes. <laughs> Excellent. That's I, your next solo episode. I fucking hate war. I hate it. I think it, some good films, not that one, but some good films came out of it. But apart from that, I hate it. It's, rubbish. It, yeah, rubbish, isn't it? Mm. I boo war. Boo. boo. Yeah. See, so that what you thought that was a bit of a shit story. Wait till you need a piss in the middle of the night tonight. So, old Liam sent us these things through, and I picked the one that was uh, that was as follows. My father told me that my body changing was part of growing up and that I should embrace it. I could tell he was trying his best to reassure me, but I could see the fear on his face as he gazed down at the eyeball peering out from the tip of my penis. <laughs> Brilliant. Thought about this one. Mm-hmm. Thought it was fun, you know, eyeball from the penis. Yeah. Bit of a laugh, and mm-hmm. Not really, bit scary. Um, I decided instead of going down the movie idea, I'd go for a game. Oh. And I'd do an interactive VR horror experience. Nice. So, this game <laughs> is... And you know what? It starts off a little bit dark. Mm-hmm. Then it has... Well, dark. It's a bit of fun, really. And then it ends with some a nice little message at the end of it. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. And then you can interrogate a little bit if you'd like. Now that I've done explaining what I'm about to say, <laughs> I'll say what I'm about to say. So it's aimed at your puberty lot. Mm-hmm. Your puberty <laughs> lot. The puberty that is lot. exactly the name for that demographic. <laughs> puberty lot. The young adult. 13 to 18, maybe a bit younger, but maybe not a bit younger because it's a bit scary because it's VR. So you feel like, yeah. I, I, feel, like, I feel like as soon as you have... A penis at VR, it should probably be 18 plus. <laughs> no, because it's aimed at puberty. There's a oh, reason okay. that it's aimed at the puberty lot. So it's so, educational. Well, that's the thing. It's an educational horror VR. Cool. That's what I'm going for. Because kids these days, right, you know you get all the guys, the guys in the infomercials, they're coming forward and they're going, your body's changing. Boop, 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 boop. And you're like, that guy's a wanker and that's funny because someone's giving... You know when you did like sex ed and stuff when you're 10 and you've got no idea that might happen to you one day. <laughs> and you're like, ha, they're having sex, that's funny. This is for a couple years after, sort of between, yeah, second and... Uh, not second, maybe third to sixth year of high school, sort of, then okay, on yeah. to your first year of uni and college, whatever, if you're a bit of a late bloomer, which <laughs> happened. And yeah. That's okay. If your penis eye doesn't come in till you're about 20. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes your penis eye doesn't drop until you're in your mid-40s. It's all good. <laughs> and if there are people like that, they're more than welcome. As long as they're not a bit, you know, on the on the odd side of that spectrum, then we're all good. It's a world that you get thrust into, and you're thrust into a hospital. Like a dark, disturbing hospital. 
sort of like you know one you'd see in like Arkham Asylum and Batman or something like that mm-hmm. all for people who are basically mentally deranged or physically um, different really you know that yeah. sort of thing is what I'm going for so you're basically thrusting yourself into this world where you're a nurse or a doctor whatever one you'd like to be or a midwife I don't know not a midwife that'd be stupid but some sort of medical professional. Well, you could be if you'd like. But a medical professional dealing with body dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. So you go in. And there's different levels to this. So I came up with a few ideas. Obviously, mm-hmm. you've got the eyeball penis. You've got uh, tiny little people where your pubes are meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> you've got... <laughs> do they grow are their feet where the base of the hair would be or is it the yeah, they just come out legs like, yeah, just legs. Are, yeah so their legs and then people in the, so they're attached by the head so like every time waving about like every that. time you imagine trying to shave your pubes when you've got tiny people there instead <laughs> <laughs> it's mass genocide <laughs> front row seats to the sex game <laughs> uh, oh shit sorry you've got boobs with teeth Oh, no. boobs. <laughs> You've got a nose vagina. That's a vagina with a nose in it. I was going to go vagina with teeth, but that's been done, so I didn't do it. Well, you, 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 you could way. do that and then pull that <laughs> into your universe. Hmm? You could you could do a vagina with teeth as well and then just make it an extended well, universe. Well, you know, there's a, a, a multitude of options. <laughs> a multitude of options. You've got balls that control the weather when they drop. And uh, the other one I came up with was beard hair that cooks bacon instantly. So you've got different... These aren't all the ones. You've got a lot of different things and they can be horrific. See see the balls that drop and control the weather? Imagine imagine thinking, oh, my my balls can tell the weather. Like, oh, it's fucking raining outside and my balls have dropped. And then find out that you're actually controlling the weather. Mm. Fuck you up. That was the weirdest thing Google said. <laughs> <laughs> but it's basically, they're just a few fun examples. Yes, absolutely. Out of the wacky things. But it's basically a world where you find yourself dealing with patients that have this horrific sort of body dysmorphia. And it mm. tends to be around their areas <laughs> that change mm-hmm. when puberty becomes a thing. I've still, it's the vagina with the nose in it. Stop, stop laughing at Sorry, I don't. What happens when it sneezes? <laughs> don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> but what this does and every level you what this does is it allows these sort of the puberty lot mm-hmm. to work with people and either help them mm-hmm. help them you know change what they want to change or but really help them deal with what life's given them mm-hmm. which is these horrific body dysmorphias <laughs> And then as you go on through the levels, because what I'm trying to cater to is this age group. And what this age group are, they'll want something that scares them or something like that. And I think, or like, you know, is a bit funny or a bit different. They don't want, you know, the bloke with the tie showing up and telling them that it's fine when you get hair on your balls. They want (laughs) something that's maybe a bit more interesting. So through these levels you get, things get less and less bizarre. Mm-hmm. Until you get to the point where it's genuine body dysmorphia that you're having to deal with. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of this VR experience is to tell people that 
It could know, be worse. Everyone, well, no, it's, to, <laughs> it's to tell people that, you know, you changes happen in your body at this point in your life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, different things grow, different things change, and not everyone's going to look the same. Not everyone's going to have the same experience with this. And it's not about getting rid of something. It's not about, you know, trying to change yourself. It's about learning how to deal with that and learning how to, you know, build your life. You're changing. That's fine. And change is fine and everyone's different. And that's all okay. And that's the end of this game. The more you get through it, it goes away from the horror and more to just reality. Mm. And by the end of this, you've learned a lot, I think. And that's what I was going for. Right. (laughs) Okay, well, issues... So, I mean, I, 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 I like the, 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 the ethos of the game, which is to, you know, <clears throat> celebrate our differences and yeah. the changes and things. But I would argue that by the time you're 13, a lot of these changes have already happened. And you're probably a bit older. You're probably halfway through that process already, for the most part. But that's the prime time when you become a cunt. That's the prime well, time to learn more about if there, was, it. if there was an anti be a cunt game, I wish I'd have played it when I was a fifteen year old because I was a complete dickhead. But that's the thing. That's <laughs> the age that I want to target when you mm. these changes have happened and you get to learn a bit more and you're going through yeah. this virtual world. So maybe and there there will be repercussions if you are a yeah. cunt and say, well, just cut that fucking nose out of your family, and then you go like. I mean, there, there's a no. great spin off anime from this. Well, probably. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what I was going for. Yeah, that's what I decided to go. Well, for. Uh, it's 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 got a good it's got a good meaning. I, I I I am worried that it might be too graphic for the age range that you're. See, this is towards. the problem. You want to aim slightly younger, probably, but you're also probably targeting people <laughs> who are slightly older. So this is why it'll never be a thing. <laughs> no, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. But what I do like, what I think is an interesting thing that you could have there is instead of it being perhaps about teaching kids about their changing bodies and things like, you could maybe do a slightly less fucking David Lynch idea. <laughs> to explain <laughs> but what you could do <laughs> is That's use exactly that is. to be. You could use that idea to kind of talk about disabi- like disabilities and things like that, rather than like the nor- like the normal. Like you could have it so that the, the weirdest people at the end of the game are what we would define as normal, and so instead of having well, you could still have nose vaginas and t- teeth, t- tits with teeth and stuff like that if you, if you really <laughs> want to. But what it could be is it could be a bunch of hideous sort of what we would call like disgusting creatures, but then the most disgusting one tends to be the the normal one, and the whole idea is that you know there are going to people be people with. No, I get you. Yeah, so I've, what's disformities and shit like that? Oh, so yeah, yeah. what you you've you've definitely we can boost up the age rating now, mm-hmm. and this is why I brought it here to workshop it a little <laughs> bit. So we can boost up the age rating and get away from your what you very accurately described as a Lynchian version of puberty and mm-hmm. move it towards <laughs> just accepting like not you know stopping people taking like just getting used to people with deformity are like not yeah. realising that's not anything this, really the stigma out yeah that's it mm. taking the stigma out. you're exactly right that would be a lovelier message and uh, yeah easier for the age rating yeah, which I'd thought of that well done Jim <laughs> two in a row two buffers from you no, well can done. we get the holy man somewhere <laughs> yeah, the holy man will be there he's, he's a man that stands in a hallway get him <laughs> you know and he's judging you the whole time 
And yeah. then you find out it was your dad all along and it's a different generation yeah. that doesn't understand how you're meant to understand and it can all be a lovely thing. We can bridge these, mate. You, you, you've, got, you've got a lot of work to do to catch up with Jim's two ideas. Yeah, you've yeah. big slippers to fill. Liam <laughs> and I are both wearing slippers. Uh, slippers all the way. Hello. 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 I think it would be a cool game, though. Yeah. I'd like be a, a, a doctor in a, a hospital full of like, form yeah. things. If it was a horror game where I wasn't trying to get a message in, I think it would have worked even better as well for mm-hmm. what I was doing. But, <laughs> you know. Like, it could be both, though. You know, hor- just because it's horror doesn't mean you can't learn something. Well, exactly. That's what mm-hmm. I like. As someone who's not a fan of horror. Mm. Yeah. Sort of wanted to go down that route, but yeah, it was fun to think about, and I I always do films and telly, and we've done that a lot. So I wanted to do like mm. you've done games, Jim, a couple of times, for instance, mm. and I've mm. never done that, so I wanted to do a wee try something a bit different. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, I've done sound effects in film, and that's all I've done this podcast <laughs> for the last fucking year and a half. So it's nice to do something different. <laughs> Branch out, be creative, all that shit. Right. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. Isn't it amazing you can just give people a couple of sentences and the, the shit they come out with? Flows, absolutely flows. Once again, Liam excels in making episodes where he has to do literally nothing. I'm about to do my bit. I'm doing my bit. It's <laughs> <laughs> not fair to go. He's, he's going to do his bit now. He's, do his bit. he's taken out his phone like he's written something for it. No, no, I'm, just, I'm just reading the prompt. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I don't have down, so. Um, but you thought about it. You freaked yourself <laughs> out for a night. You put in the legwork. Yeah, I did. I didn't yeah. pee for four hours. <laughs> well, I should have. Four. I was waiting for that to be four days. I just sat <laughs> in bed. Becky, the holy man, no! Stop sleeping in the toilet. It's the only way! <laughs> <laughs> so, the the final one for the night. Um, the prompt that I picked is as follows. This car seat isn't very comfortable, said my friend at the start of our road trip. He didn't know he was sitting on a dead baby. Oh. Oh. Now, after I picked this, I realised that well, all, all these two sentence horrors have some comedic value to it. It is like, a jokey kind of Reddit thing. Tonally, this one is comedy. It's dark comedy, but it's, it's a comedy tone, which is quite hard to do with dead babies and pull it off mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to think about it and I was just like right so you need to have the person who's sitting on the dead baby as the comedic foil like he needs to be the, the kind of straight up guy like oh my god I'm sitting on a dead baby what the fuck are you guys doing uh, and I had to try and expand from there <laughs> 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 So, colour me excited. Let's go. <laughs> my my idea is a mix of Chucky mm-hmm. and The Hangover. <laughs> so we start with, and now, so all the all the people that are going on the road trip are the classic horror stereotypes, the ones that you see in like Cabin in the uh, Cabin in the Woods and that, like the the jock, the blonde. The uh, nerd and uh, the other two. <laughs> the stoner and the. The stoner and the. The other one. I. Yeah. Was it? The black guy. 
That is a horror trope. Yeah. Like, is, you know. Um, unfortunately, really. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that, that that's who you've got in the car. Um, then you have so the the nerd one. He's the one who's joined them on this road trip very last minute. The rest of them had a party the night before. So what we have, what we see is you open. They're all having their party, joking all that bonds. They're they're all like socialising, uh, and then they go downstairs and they find the Necronomicon. I am stealing a little bit from Gavin the Woods here. Mm. Uh, I'm stealing from a lot of films, so just mash them all together and it'll be fun. <laughs> so they find the Necro- Necronomicon, uh, and as the night progresses, they start like fucking like reading through it and that, and you know, you know that kind of thing. Like in the horror movies, the co- comedy horror movies, anyway, they all start getting really enticed by it, and they're just like, "Fuck it, we'll just say some of the words." But it goes a little bit further, and one thing leads to another, and they're just like, "Fuck it, let's do a sacrifice." <laughs> and then <laughs> I feel like we've missed out a few scenes between this, but okay. And then you cut to black, and the next day they wake up and there's a dead baby in the room. Oh, oh, goodness <laughs> me! Um, <laughs> <laughs> And obviously, hangover style, they start panicking. <laughs> so, oh fuck! I don't, I don't remember what happened last night. <laughs> Fucking dead baby. People running about screaming. I hate to beat the guy that took it in his stride. Oh god, this again. <laughs> well, there's got to be one of them that's just like, right, okay, right, fight, right. We just need to chill. I've got a plan, right? We'll just take the baby in the car and we'll go on the road trip and we'll just cover it with something. And it'll be fine, and we'll dump it somewhere. So they go on the road trip. <laughs> Fucking idiots! <laughs> Bunny it! <laughs> Come on! Well, they can't. Oh, bur- we'll pop it in the car. <laughs> they can't. They can't bury it anywhere near the location because they've stolen a baby and killed it. Apparently, that's what they think. Okay, okay. So they should have stolen and killed the baby. <laughs> well, that was their first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> So they ran seconds pop it in the fucking car. <laughs> so they they, they take... have a sticker on the car that says dead baby on <laughs> So they oh. they take the baby and the, the kitchen knife, which was the sacrificial knife, and they wrap it up in um in fact no, they they, they just chuck it in a pillow slip. Uh, and they put that in the car and they're just like, right, that's fine, we'll get away with this. We'll just dump it on the way up, we'll just stop somewhere, chuck it out, and it'll be fine. Uh, and so they, they they start driving, and they pick up their fa- their friend, the geeky friend, and he comes in, and this is where the the two cents or comes in. This car seat isn't very comfortable, said my friend. <laughs> he didn't know he was sitting on a dead baby. Now also the knife is there, um, and he sits on the knife, and he kind of just like gets a little nick in his bum cheek. Right, blood of a virgin. That kick starts the whole process. They don't have any virgin blood last night because you know the like the, the cool kids. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when they hear a kind of muffled kind of. Fucking hell! Right. And so the guy who's sitting on there said it was uncomfortable. He kind of shifts over and he says, "What the fuck's this?" And it's the the pillow slip is now wriggling. Oh, blame it. <laughs> Uh, and so he fucking opens it up and it's what looks like a dead but also 
satanic baby who is now alive and he starts fucking waving the knife about his time like being in there with him uh, and now you've just got this caper that they're going on where you've got um <laughs> three men and a dead baby no, five, five friends and a dead baby right <laughs> sorry <laughs> so you know dead baby satanic baby with a knife swinging it about they're gonna quickly pull over the car and get out of the car and the baby just fucking shoots off oh no so the guy who sat on the baby is now obviously asking questions like what the fuck was that baby doing <laughs> <laughs> again if nothing else your character motivations are spot on what the fuck was that baby doing no one was sitting there going oh that's a dead baby never mind I need to go well <laughs> Fair enough, guys. Crazy one last night, was it? <laughs> right. Um, and they have to explain that they have no fucking clue what's going on. One of them says, "Well, obviously we need to follow it because you know, well, you're looking at me like they could have said, you know what, it's someone else's problem now. <laughs> That's if, if it was me, uh, I'm getting a plane. <laughs> Let's see a dead baby try and board a plane. Not gonna happen, mate. I'm good. <laughs> Not that knife, anyway. Fucking stops at passport control. Mate, you can come in. Please <laughs> <don't> know. <laughs> But they have no fucking clue what kind of, like, what what's going to happen now because the baby could speak. You never know. It was muffled. It was muffled at the time. Like he fucking maybe maybe he started swearing when he came out. <laughs> he could tell them what happened. He could tell them that they they potentially murdered them when they were drunk. He has DNA on him. Police might test for that when they they find and shoot the murderous baby. Uh, anything could happen. So you they they just go on. They just try and find the baby. Uh, by this point, the baby's been murdering people left, right, and centre. We're not murdering them like fucking like hacking bottom of their ankles and shit like that, like Chucky kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've never seen Chucky. I'm assuming that's what he does in that kind of. No idea. Um, no. I've seen a couple of them. Well, yeah, I think hacking so. ankles. I think so. Yeah, I think there is a couple of hacked ankles. Yeah, nice, good. <laughs> so if any of you have seen Chucky, from my right in at Mister Chinabu, tell us what happened. And so yeah, so you got this caper now where they're they're chasing the the baby, the the baby is the standing for Chow in the Hangover. And they're looking, like trying to find Chow. And <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you have to stay that closely related to the Hangover. I know, but it works, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So they're trying to find out to find out what actually happened the night before. And yeah, they just go on an adventure. Uh, there, there's probably some wild animal at some point. Again, I didn't flesh this out as much as uh, the Holy Man. All right, but uh, well, I think you fleshed it out quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, go back to the wild animal. What wild animal shows up? Well, there was a tiger in the Hangover. So <laughs> need a wild animal somewhere. Yeah, well, a bear if they're in America, they encounter a bear or a panther. Panthers are cool. Panther is a good shout. But are there panthers and it doesn't, there's no dead baby. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's no murderous dead babies kicking about. When they finally find the baby, he is riding the panther. There you go. Perfect. Weekend at Chucky's. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that that, that was the gist of it. That was the gist of it. How would it end? Yeah. And what would happen before the end? 
the bit to the end of the movie, the second half of the movie, if you could. The second and third. So, half so, so the, 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 the final, the final act. Um, they eventually find the baby again, uh, and he's he's riding a panther. <laughs> In fact, no, he's stepping off of his panther onto a throne made of heads. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he's, as he's sitting up there that's the best episode we've ever done <laughs> he, he, he's just like you, you ain't gonna stop me he, he, he says it in a Boston accent as well can you do a Boston accent? yeah uh, oh, no. no I need a coffee coffee <laughs> you ain't gonna swap me <laughs> um, so, so, so he sits up and he's uh, thrown ahead and uh then they finally read the Necronomicon again, and there's this little like little footnote that just says, "Sacrifice the Virgin, and all will be well." Ah, oh, so they have to kill the nerdy guy. Yeah, but in this time he's actually shagged the bond, so he's no longer a virgin. So that leads on to the sequel. Ah, oh, and they have to find. They have to find the virgin. Hmm. And because it's a sequel, they wouldn't just go to the nearest house with a child. They'd have to find out. They've up. already killed one child, man. I don't think they really particularly want to do it again. I mean, if you've already <laughs> killed one at the same pace, <laughs> is two really going to make that much of a difference? <laughs> That's the difference between life and life and a half. Like, you're basically <laughs> <laughs> One man and three dead babies. <laughs> could be called. <laughs> don't, was... don't know why it needs to have a, a spoof of an 80s comedy title I don't, I don't know why that is but it just does in my mind um, no I think like there was you know it needs tightening up but you know there's the makings of a very like a sort of what do you call it uh, exploitation movie <laughs> well you know what an exploitation movie is like um, machete, machete oh right okay, machete. Yeah. okay that's yeah. what I, it means just you know ridiculous and off the wall it doesn't mean it exploits anything. yeah okay yeah, but um yeah, that, there's a, a machete type of machete. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that won't make sense to the listeners. But one time we one time we watched machete, and Dougal I couldn't stop saying machete. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we ended a couple of episodes with us saying machete. machete. <laughs> so it machete. might make sense to them. Uh, uh, but yeah, so there's I think there's a seed of something quite wacky and out there like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you I think of, that's the best way to do it because it's so just mental <laughs> it's like it's yeah it's it's just mental <laughs> it's, there's, there's <laughs> so that dead baby runs off where's it end up Dougal's asylum and learns to think about puberty learns grows up in there learns life lessons then gets killed by the hole in <laughs> And that's how he brings it. It was three. some random children's child's dad. Just, yeah. a, just a bloke. Just turns out the baby was Vietnamese. I, there you go. <laughs> and that's how you tie three franchises together. I'm thinking books, I'm thinking t shirts. I was I was gonna go there, boxes. like an illegitimate child that the dad had actually <laughs> killed, the hallway man had killed and put out there, but I like that it was actually Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think there's at least, if we look at what they do with horror films, there's at least 24 movies in that. Minimum. So far. <laughs> Minimum, yeah. And that's a start. Mm. And five game franchises, yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. I, we joke about it. I'm either going to have a nightmare about a random book sitting in your hallway at night, Jim. 
Mm-hmm. Or about a, a dead baby, uh, you know, sending his yeah, trying to find heads. a virgin to kill a dead baby, like <laughs> going around churches and shit, isn't it? <laughs> tits with teeth. <laughs> tits with teeth. <laughs> so there's a lot to unpack there. So this is that's that's us done forty five minutes. That's the uh, that's w- probably one of the darkest episodes we've ever done. Yeah, um, I'm not really sure what to say. Uh, so once again Spotify have this rating system if you just completely ignore that that would be great for us this uh, round Uh, we'd love that just don't don't worry about it wow yeah don't think about us don't think about about us yeah you got got an album recommendation Liam Uh, yes (laughs) brilliant so the the album recommendation that I have uh, this time is Screamadelka. Have I done Screamadelka before? No. No, Screamadelka. Just recently got into Primal Speed. Well, it was actually it was during Transmit, so that was a good few months. That was last year. <laughs> but uh, the album's fucking amazing. Nineteen ninety one, I believe. I was trying to think of a witty retort. But, uh, it is, isn't it? It's just a fact. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, that was a good fact. Well, I don't even know what it is a fact. I can't, I can't vouch for that. But no, I'm, I'm very glad Liam's got into Primal Scream because they're one of my top top ten. Hmm. Season five, we just keep on getting close. Nineteen ninety one. Oh, James, great work. Thank you. Well, Liam, thank uh, you very much for that episode. Idea. That was horrifying, disgusting. <laughs> but I think also. Pretty damn good. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm more than up for doing another one of these at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good to be back doing what we know best. Season 5, coming at you strong. Oh, baby. Love you. Love you too. Yeah, we're all the people we are. Yeah. Bye. 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 Chinaboot. Skish, skish, belush, motherfuckers. <laughs>